0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn. You didn't answer my question. Um, It just seems like if they previously
1: explored other planets, then why are suddenly the Kryptonians confined to just... Are you still still talking about Man of Man of Steel? Okay. I had time. I watched it again this weekend. Yeah. A few questions. Uh-huh. Seems like the scientists understand that the world is collapsing because they've been harvesting the core of their
0: world to make their energy. I think, didn't they have an explanation in the little graphic up top where it's like, because the, the like, empire collapsed, so everyone came back to the planet or something like that? But if you knew your planet was dying, why wouldn't you put your resources into getting off that planet? I guess, okay, well, let me ask you this. Did the, let's say these colonies... On other planets, were they self-sufficient or were they dependent upon Krypton? Well, So you're saying all these they had all these colonies, but they were yeah. all dependent on Krypton. Well, like a Mars colony would depend on Earth, a moon colony would, would depend on Earth.
1: But these people have the, the change engine that they could have used to make <laughs> Earth into Krypton, did they not? So surely they could have used know. that on I other planets. I haven't seen this
0: movie in like five
1: years. Okay, well you're missing out. There's a lot of good things in it. By the way, I'm Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States. This is a political podcast where we talk about the week's political events. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I, but I also I have a, the FX Movie Pass mm-hmm. on my uh, phone. On my old phone that you oh,
0: stole from me in episode one. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I've been watching a lot of movies on the FX app. Yeah. And uh, Man of
0: Steel is one I particularly enjoy. Really somber, serious movie. I feel like you and I don't talk enough about the fact that... Like, episode one happened, you stole my phone, and then I had to pay $600 for a new phone yeah, between you, episodes one and two of this podcast. You were kind of in the hole there, but you know what? A lot of podcasts have startup costs. That's not a
1: startup cost. I just think that clearly they had the technology to fix their planet or to save their civilization on another planet, and yet they didn't because they were just stubborn? I don't understand. I think they were too far gone. No. Nope. ecologically, right? Okay, no, but if if uh, Jill-El could send his son... Mm-hmm. Uh, to a new new world, then surely they could send other people to a new world. And why, if they knew about Earth, why didn't they all just come to Earth? I think we're... But they have the change engine. They could make any planet into Krypton, it seems. They
0: have to have the technology. That's what Zod threatens Earth with. That's the whole crux of the movie. I think you are... You gotta remember Kryptonian society, though. It's like a caste system, isn't it? Okay, yes. But like there's the scientists and the warriors and it seemed like toward the end the warriors had just sort of taken over and weren't taking any crap from
1: They tried, but they're they're uh, they were thwarted, right? They tried to I don't remember of... that. I thought uh, no, Zod they... was in control. No, he was
0: not. He tried,
1: but mm-hmm. then his his coup was quelled. Okay. And then they sentenced them to like 10,000 years and the change in the, the cycles of the, the yes. prison cycles where they have to put them in a little freeze chamber thing. So I'm saying yes, they, they you were, there was a caste system where the child was designed, and then yep. Jalel's like, what if a child was more than what society had intended for him? And it, it's, you know, it's foreshadowing what Superman's going to be. Yeah, It's pretty great, but it just seems like I don't get why Krypton had to fall apart, and there wouldn't,
0: like, they just were without... that... That's because... Is it an allegory for climate change? Yes, it is. Well, I mean, it didn't start out that way, because when... Um... They created Superman decades and decades ago as, like, a symbol. Like, you gotta remember, Superman was created by, like, two uh, young Jewish kids in Brooklyn, and it was, like, the uber-human being to punch Hitler in the face. That was kind of the origin. That's what they wanted to do with Superman. Oh, okay. Yeah, so climate change wasn't really part of his story. It was just he was from a, a world that died, and now he grew up here. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is an immigration story, though, if you think about it. Yeah, he is a, he is an illegal immigrant. Yeah.
1: But at the end of the movie, when the U.S. Army's kind of surveying him with drones, and he, he pulls one down, he's like, I grew up in Kansas. How much more America can I get? I liked that part, That's too. That's a good bit. He's got some good stuff. Um, but yeah, I guess now it has become a climate change story. Okay, well, it still doesn't quite work. I propose that they allow us to write, like, the Man of Steel reboot.
0: Hey, can I do a little timeout here? Yes, we didn't really plan on doing a Man of Steel uh, episode, right? Like, you just kind of had some questions about yeah, it I have, before we started. Right, and,
1: you're telling the listeners, and then you kept you know, saying, like, let's just start the episode, and
0: you thought I'd drop it, but I didn't. just feels like with the Brett Kavanaugh stuff, going, we should at least check in about that. <sighs> yes. Um, so, folks, uh, they did an FBI investigation. It went on for three, maybe four days. Um... There were a lot of, uh, differing accounts as to whether or not it was, um, a complete investigation or whether or not... Well, it certainly wasn't if they didn't have Lois Lane on the case. Now, she's a
1: Pulitzer Prize-winning reporter who also becomes the eye of Superman's
0: heart. Yeah, she's not a part of the intelligence community, though, so it doesn't really make sense. Okay, well, fair enough. Um, it's looking like he's gonna get placed on the bench. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's really depressing, uh, for people like me, um... I mean, it really has unraveled that it's just a partisan institution at this point, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, we're not even pretending that, like, it's just, like, people calling balls and strikes. It's just Republicans now. Yes. Yeah. So that's a bummer. So, uh, one thing we wanted to do to take our minds off of the Kavanaugh stuff. Who knows? Something could happen here in the last few minutes. Um, but uh, we got some new reviews. We did. We got
1: a couple of new reviews on the iTunes. Yeah. Listeners know if you give us a five-star review and you uh, tell us you like the podcast, then we will review any movie you'd like as long as that movie's on the
0: FX app. That's correct. Now, uh, a, few, a few weeks ago, someone gave us a, uh, a two-star review. Yeah. It did not have a great, if you don't mind me saying, sir, you didn't have a great reaction to that. No, I had a negative reaction. It wasn't you at your best. Well,
1: perhaps I should have appealed to the better angels of my nature. Seems like you're still a little mad at Dutch Jimbo. Yeah, I am a little bit. He went yeah. out of his way to write a negative review. Yeah. Which I tried
0: to explain to you that that's just kind of the internet. Yeah, I tried to explain to you the beginning of Man of Steel and how it doesn't quite add up. So, uh, it looked like a few people wanted to weigh in with their own reviews, so we got two new five-star reviews. Uh, first one, Love This Podcast and F. Dutch Jimbo. That's from Sticks 1964 That's very nice. Started listening to this podcast after being uh, recommended from another podcast. Binge listened to them, and it's hilarious and informative. Thank you very much. Especially getting to know the former POTUS better. And the following and following the life of Tim. well, thank you. Uh, the guests, uh, they have flow along with the show. More Mary Todd. Hey, I agree with that. She's probably she's probably gonna be on pretty soon here. Yeah, the Christmas as <laughs> she comes out on Christmas. It's kind of her thing. <laughs> Uh, To hell what Dutch Jimbo has to say. Libertarians are the most idiotic, selfish, clueless, and childish of all political parties. Amen. Five stars. If possible, would like the movie Jaws reviewed if available on the FX app. Abe, do you know if it's available? So here's the thing. I actually did watch Jaws 2 this weekend. That's not Jaws. I just need you to know that. Okay, so it's not? No. Let me know if you need a copy. I will send you one. That's very nice, Sticks1964. Well, we can review Jaws 2. Uh, Let's review Jaws. I would just prefer They said Jaws, so that's the pact we made with our audience. All right, fine. Yeah. Well, what did you think of Jaws 2? Well, I, now that I know that it's a
1: sequel of Jaws, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Because the whole time they keep talking about the, there's, there's a shark again, and everyone's like, I can't believe there's a shark. And I'm like, I feel like I'm missing something.
0: I know you're And still... the sheriff
1: is like shell shocked. Yeah. They to deal with the shark before. And people think he's lost his mind, so they actually take his job away. And he has oh, to go out on a boat to save his children, who've been on a boat, because his teenage son is trying to get sure. a little action. And his little younger son tagged along, which, you know, every time you want to get a bad a, idea. Yeah, bad idea. Yeah. So.
0: I know you're still, I know you're still new, new to movies, just in general. Anytime you watch one and people are talking about the past, or mm-hmm. like, I can't believe this is happening again, solid sign you're in a sequel. Yeah, I started to figure that out after watching Independence Day Resurgence. And that's tough, because they don't say two in the title. Right. Yes.
1: I was like, Resurgence, okay. But that was similar to Jaws, where they keep talking about, like, they're coming back. And, the, yeah. and in Jaws 2, they say, oh, th- is it possible for a shark to communicate with other sharks? They think the first shark had some sort of cry for help calling in the second shark for Jaws 2. It's a theory. Wow, okay. And so he's just here to eat more of the beach goers. What do you think of Resurgence. Resurgence really, I really liked it. I thought so. Yeah, it was really good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I want to see more of all those actors. There's a guy in there who's also in the Hunger Games. He's pretty good. He's Thor's brother. Oh and, yes. Uh, then uh, you know there's just like a there's like the, in the okay. Well, I have to be honest. Okay. Anytime you got you got the the president of the United States, but like the former president of the United States, he's like seen some things and he's been president already. Yeah. And he's healed a great nation and he's brought them together and. The world is still uh, moved yep. by his words. and You're a sucker
0: for those kinds of movies.
1: And then at the end, he, he gets in the plane and he flies. You talking it, about the first one or the second one? Does that happen in the first one? That, hap- that happens twice? He does it in the second the one. The president is like a fighter pilot? And again? he gives his life oh. in the second one in order for the world to live. Okay, yeah. Because he loves the world so much. <laughs> I mean, that it. you gotta say. Plus, he's single, which is. Like, he's God, single? He, yeah, he's
0: single. I'm trying to remember if he's single in the first one.
1: No, so he's. They say his wife died and died before. Okay, I don't care about this. Uh, please but review zero. Say, he gets to like have a little sexual chemistry with people on the on the screen. Please review Zero Dark
0: Thirty five stars by the Real Blue Devil. I like you put the movie in the review title. That's good. That's very nice. Uh, I'm a fan of this show and left a review a year ago. I didn't know you got a movie review for leaving a review. <laughs> yep, okay, that's guess, new. All yeah. right, yeah, it's a new thing. <laughs> Uh, please review this award-winning movie uh, if the review does not constitute a 30-plus-minute episode. Well, we're my re- well on the way for that already because we spent five minutes on Man of Steel. My review will lose one star. If the review does not feature at least <coughs> three other former presidents, my review will lose one star. If Tim does not do the podcast naked, I don't approve of this, my review will lose one star. These are my demands. You have 24 hours. Okay, that was left on September 18th of 2018, so we've, uh, we've lost that okay. window of time. But, but we can still <coughs> honor
1: some of these demands. Uh, I've watched this movie recently as well. It's also on the FX app.
0: Oh, I've seen like the first 15 minutes of it. Don't worry, I, I can carry a this. a cruise ship. So. I got this. Okay. So, uh, so do you know uh, you know the surrounding events? I feel like we must have talked yeah, about it. Yeah, I talked about it. Somewhere. It's at the 7-Eleven thing. Is that Sir? wrong? Sir? Sir, it's fucking 9-11. It's September 11th, 2001. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, uh, listen, I've had a long day. Work was tough. At the temp job, they cut down our cereal to one bowl a day. Okay, my blood sugar's a little low. I'm not usually a patriotic person, but, like, you gotta stop fucking saying seven eleven. okay? Okay. You weren't here then. This is my thing. This, yeah, this is my thing. <clears throat> I wasn't in New York. Did not serve in the military or anything like that, but like you gotta stop saying 7 11, 9 11. Okay, so, um, yes, it's about the assassin. Well, I guess you, you weren't it. naked, but you did get pretty intimate with that, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. Assassination of Osama bin Laden is that what we call it? Revenge. Revenge. This, sure. is what,
1: this is what the movie should be called Zero Dark Thirty Resurgence <laughs> because America's back and they're coming, you know.
0: Okay, so Abe, um, Uh, If we're treating this as our review of Zero Dark Thirty, is that what we're doing? Yeah, we'll do the Zero Dark Thirty Okay, then tell me, and listen... I haven't
1: seen Jaws, so we'll get to Jaws soon. (laughs) Abe, tell me what happens in Zero Dark Thirty. Okay, first of all, there's this really beautiful redhead. She's just a very gorgeous woman, very interesting, very fair, skin, um, kind of like, you know, light eyes and just you know very stern but yet affable just an incredible woman that I would find myself rooting for at any turn and she's the movie I'm going to look this up okay real quick. so the movie starts out with the uh, the guy from the latest terminator genesis movie in the future he's like the tall guy i'm trying to think what else he's I'm going to have in. to look up this cast oh gosh
0: all right he's um yeah, you're pulling this up. Yes. This
1: is great listening. This
0: is great listening, listening to someone. Okay, we have uh, Jason Clark. Is yeah, that so him? that's that guy. Okay, playing Dan.
1: Okay, yeah, so at the beginning, Jason Clark, that's his name, uh-huh. he's just torturing a guy really bad. He's oh, just like, boy. he's got,
0: remember that? Are we talking, no, I again, I didn't watch much of it. Was this a waterboarding
1: though? Yeah, he's got, okay, that's what he is. Yeah. He's torturing him really bad. Yeah. He's electrocuting him, pouring water on his head. And then he's just going at him like crazy. He's talking a lot of trash. He's just talking trash. Jesus. You're a big fan of this? I'm talking, yeah, he's like that. He's like, he's like, hey, look, uh, you want to go with this box? This box sucks, all right? You don't want to go with this box. And then he's like, I'm fucked up. I love this. And he keeps saying it to the guy, and he's just getting really amped. And then the bad guy, he turns he turns over to, what's her name, Jessica? Jessica Chastain playing Maya. Okay, he turns to Jessica Chastain, and he's like, your your partner is sick. Please help me. And she's like... You could help yourself by being truthful. Boom. Zero Dark Thirty. Boom. Movie starts. So we already know she's pretty much a badass. Can
0: I just point out something to you, though? You were talking about the guy being tortured being the bad guy. What made you think that, just watching that scene? Why
1: else would he be tortured if he was not a bad what guy? What a
0: horrible, what a horrible thing to say, sir. I'm sorry. Well, okay, but besides the fact that we have two white people, and they're two Americans, that's what is making them the good, good guys in that scene? They were torturing that man. Hey, movie magic. Just continue.
1: So the Jessica Chastain kind of looks like Lois Lane, but she's not the same person, right?
0: No, no. You're thinking of Amy Adams. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. Both very, uh, uh, both very attractive
1: redheads. Great. So she figures out that, uh, oh, the, um, uh, Osama bin Laden, mm-hmm. if she figures out where he's at. And she's like, we got to go get this guy. And everyone's like, we're not so sure. And then she basically, every day of her uh, at work, she posts like a a counter on her boss's window, like an office window, saying it's been one day since I told you this. It's been two days. It's been 179 days. Like he could have moved somewhere else. Yeah. It's been like 300 days. And then finally, people get desperate enough that they get approval to go out and and attack this guy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So then... uh, It's a great movie because it shows kind of like, man, bureaucracy really gets in the way. You know, all that red tape, all those like, those, those number crunchers and pencil pushers. I mean... They really don't, if they just let the soldiers do their job, I mean, we could really take care of this thing. So finally, we get out of their way and the bureaucrats move out and, you know, the uh, law professors, they stop with their lecturing.
0: International law professors that were probably debating whether or not you can go into another country and kill somebody.
1: Well... We do go into another country, and we send the best of the best. We send Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt playing Justin. We send the guy from Warrior. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Warrior's like, this guy from Warrior, and then Bane is also, where they play these two MMA fighters who have to fight each other, but they're also, at the end, you find out, they're brothers, available on the FX
0: app. When you said Warrior, were you like, oh, Tim's gonna know this movie? You haven't seen Warrior? No, I've not fucking seen Warrior.
1: Okay, if someone could please make Tim watch this by giving us a five-star review. Could you please watch the
0: Mr. Rogers documentary that I've been texting you about? Yeah, it's just, you send it at weird hours and you seem like it (laughs) means a lot to you. I was crying, okay? All right. Keep going. What does Kyle Chandler do from Friday Night Lights, another property I've told you to watch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he looks like one of the bureaucrats. Okay. I
1: don't know if it's legal. I don't know if we can do
0: it. Shut up. One of James Gandolfini's uh, final performances. Another thing I told you to watch, The Sopranos. Okay, yeah. Anyway, so we go in there, and
1: basically, the shooting him is really anticlimactic, because it, you know, like at the end of Man of Steel. Glad we're really
0: tying it all together like a herald
1: here. Superman has to fight. <laughs> Truth and comedy. Sorry, That's Oh,
0: you have read the book, okay.
1: We're just doing some art by committee here. <laughs> Look. At the end of Man of Steel, Superman has to fight his uncle General Zod, who's now got his bearings. I'm his planning. uncle? Yeah, it's his brother, his dad's brother. They talk about this at the beginning. He's like, "You've changed, brother. Brother, DC come with me. Con- I don't want to fight you. I don't know if it is." I have to look that up. Anyway, I don't continue. care about the canon. <laughs> I care about what Zack Snyder says. Continue. He, they're they're actual equals, and they thwart the change engine, the Earthlings, and Superman. So they can't make Earth into Krypton, and yeah. Zod's lost his. His commanders. He's just on his own. And he's just decided, I'm going to destroy this whole world since you love it so much more than your own kin. He
0: starts shooting his laser eyes at the kids or whatever. Well,
1: yeah. First they fly through the sky and they punch each other a lot and they tear down a ton of buildings. The buildings are falling all over. It's really cool. Yeah. There's like, Build. Well, no,
0: it's not cool. It's the, he, They should be more careful about property damage and bystanders. Well, it's just
1: like... And then like there's smoke coming on. People are trying to leave, but they can't, and there's all this confusion. It's just like... Did it's you like, learn well, nothing
0: to... from the Batman-Superman scene where it shows the city being destroyed and Batman has to like save that kid and stuff? I'll get to that in a second. So it's very cool. Yeah. And then they
1: fight into this train station, and then he's like, I'm just going to laser these, these these family members. Yeah. And Man of Steel has to rip his head, break like his break neck. his yeah. neck, and he does. Would you think if they're both equally mashed and equally strong, how could you do that if you had the same... You'd have to be a little stronger than someone to break their neck like that, right? I don't
0: think it's necessarily true that they're
1: just equally strong. They were in the fight when they're, they're knocking down all the buildings and these towers are falling. Yeah, but
0: I think, I think the difference there is that, because, listen, we are still in the Zero Dark Thirty review, right? Right. I Don't Great. worry. I'm we'll coming, get back I'm to coming that back to it. i I'm, I'm going to... Uh, Superman has been soaking up more yellow sun radiation for a long time. He's probably stronger, but Zod is probably more vicious and ruthless. Well, it takes some
1: viciousness as a as this because Superman rips his head, yeah. breaks his neck, and Zod dies. Yeah. Now that is a final scene. Now before that, the the, the uh, penultimate scene is, is Superman has to give his life to destroy this this change engine almost. Yeah. And he uh, has to reach to the sun to regenerate and he's able to fly around the earth. It's pretty amazing. It's a really climactic ending. Really well done. Zero Dark Thirty, they just shoot an old man who's on a dialysis machine yeah. and it's... Not that it's like it's this big build-up, and they go into this house, and everyone's like, "Well, no, don't come in here. We're looking at internet pornography and playing video games." And then he shoots a bunch of people. He takes some women and they take some women and children. The Guardians of the Galaxy guys there. Yeah, yeah, you're yawning it up. But I'm sorry, I apologize. It's okay. You're just crashing because you only had the one bowl. I only had one bowl of cereal. So they basically. They shoot the old man, and at the end, they pull the old man in the helicopter, and they bring him back to the hangar, and they show him to Jessica Chastain, and they're like, "Is this him?" And she nods. She's like, "Yeah, that's him." And that's how the movie ends. Wait, wait,
0: I'm sorry, who's him? The Osama bin Laden guy. Oh, the the corpse of Osama bin Laden. Yeah, they bring him. He's dead. That's it. Point. That's the end of the movie. Yeah, it's pretty weird.
1: You know, I guess now I can see Batman and Batman vs Superman. He's looking at, like, all the towers falling, yep. like America did on 9-11. Like, oh, I'm going to come back for you.
0: Yeah. Um, destroying New York or Metropolis in that sense is kind of like what every big blockbuster does nowadays. Because it's like, part of it is reminding you of 9-11. Right. Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen.
1: Yeah. Independence Day Resurgence was tricky because the aliens had already destroyed all of the s- cities. But then yep. there was a part where Jeff Goldblum's, like... Yep, they're going after the landmarks. That's what they like to do. And then it gets laughs. I mean, I assume it gets laughs. I watched it by myself, but I assume that's like a laugh break. Uh, Is this what you expected Abraham Lincoln to be like? Me? No, just the... I'm talking the podcasters. Oh. Are you not entertained?
0: I think this is exactly what they've come to expect from you. Well, I know. Just when new listeners just get used to it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) of course. I feel like... As soon as we started talking about Man of Steel, I think they kind of caught what we were doing here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of free time.
0: Maybe you should... Maybe... I don't know. Have you heard of uh, the the Vietnam documentary on the PBS made? It's on Netflix now. Did Brett Kavanaugh serve in Vietnam? Uh, no, I don't believe he was old enough.
1: Okay. Yeah. You know, they can kind of couch all these lies in the greater kind of point that, hey, why should someone be held accountable for something he did 35 years ago in high school? Mm-hmm. And isn't it ridiculous that we're dragging these things up in a very partisan way? And, come on, don't you guys like to have beer sometimes? And all of those things can kind of undermine the very real concerns that this guy might not have understood consent and might have been very entitled and selfish and maybe not the best person in the world.
0: Yeah. Uh Yeah, and I also think there's an absolute possibility he doesn't remember doing this and that so his his anger you know i i would understand it in that sense but there's not even a sense of maybe i did it you know like not even a consideration yeah yeah and um when he started freaking out about like this is a conspiracy theory from the clintons and you know this is revenge from democrats It's horrifying. Like, that guy's going to be in the Supreme Court? Yeah.
1: He probably will be. Yeah. But it makes you feel any better. As I've said before, the Supreme Court's never actually been an an impartial arbiter of justice or viewing the Constitution. It does not make me feel better. I'm sorry. I mean, read some Roger Taney decisions, like his Dred Scott decision or anything else he did. I just pretty much, the only way I figured out how to
0: solve them was to ignore them completely and do what I wanted. Sir, if you, it amazes me that you are big into Independence Day Resurgence, and yet you also read a bunch of Supreme Court decisions. Mm-hmm. It feels like there's a middle ground there of stuff you could be into between, you know, Resurgence and what I assume are some of the most boring literary documents I would have ever read in my life. Understood. Yeah. I think I'd, I think i want Superman's dad on the Supreme Court.
1: Not the Kryptonian. He's a man the, of
0: science. He's not really a man no, of law. No, not
1: the Kryptonian. The farmer.
0: Oh, sure, I get that. Yeah. He seems pretty open-minded.
1: A real down the middle. Yeah. Down to earth. A, a center-right Republican, maybe. I oh. actually
0: don't know what where he leans politically. Yeah, you don't know where he leads politically, and that's how it should be. <laughs> um, Abe, you know this. Honest to God, this week maybe I understand more than ever um, your need to escape. Modern politics. Like, I get it. You know? Uh, I I, I just, you know, you don't have the best taste in movies, but I understand your escapism at this point. If I can be completely honest with you, it's actually pretty hard to
1: just fully escape. Because even when you're trying to zone out, Mm -hmm. you just start making connections about what you're watching and what's going on around you. Yeah, like climate
0: change with uh, Man of Steel. Yeah
1: or Independence Day resurgence and and what yeah any number of threats um the best part about Independence Day is how willing all humanity is to work together mm -hmm.
0: it's really optimistic yeah I mean if we were threatened by some sort of extraterrestrial threat yeah we would all come together I think that's fair to say that's about it though have you seen it Independence Day Resurgence? Yeah. No, I never will. Oh, okay. For as long as I live. Fair enough. I'm never going to watch that. <laughs> well, d- um, deal. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's something I can recommend to you or we can recommend to our listeners for like the ultimate escapism. God, what would it be? With something that truly you won't ever think about politics. Have you watched anything like that? I mean, you know, Battleship is a favorite of yours, but that's military focused. Hmm, last thing I can remember is Our American Cousin.
1: I <laughs> wasn't thinking about politics then, until I was. you think you're saying people should go out and read Our American Cousin? Nah, from what I remember, it wasn't a very good play.
0: I wonder if in modern copies of Our American Cousin, there's just like a footnote of like, this is where the gunshot was. Wow. Like right there in the script. They should put that in there. What, why else would someone buy that play? You know, Our
1: American Cousin was the battleship of its day.
0: It was the big, broad comedy, right? Yeah. So what
1: that sense would be more like, the change-up. You know where the two guys are your name? The Wedding
0: Crashers of its day. Oh,
1: yeah. Wedding Crashers. Now that's a movie. There you go. That's the ultimate. Nope. John McCain is in it. Fuck,
0: you're right. God damn it. John McCain made a cameo in Wedding Crashers. We keep coming back to that on this podcast. The change-up. I can't recommend people. Well, in an escapism sense, sure. Watch the change-up. What it would be like if
1: you and I got the change up? We both urinated into a fountain, got struck Am by lightning. Am I dead then? No, I think you get to inhabit this form. Your,
0: your uh,
1: current sort of... You can go between the realms? Yeah. I get to be you, get to eat that cereal at the temp job?
0: I would take that. I would take that bet. I would take that that But deal. you keep your paws off my Mary Todd. It seems like you keep your paws off Mary Todd. Yeah. You guys have only had sex five times in like 200 years, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Once every 40 years. By the way, this is an open call in the off chance she's listening. Mary Todd, we're going to need you for that Christmas episode. Yeah, clear your schedule from that Clear now. your schedule, okay? Well, I'd like to thank our new reviewers for leaving reviews on the iTunes. Yeah, we'll get to Jaws soon. I'm very excited for you to see Jaws. It's a perfect man versus nature uh, uh, film. I mean, you saw Jaws too. You probably kind of get what it's about. Yeah, it's probably like 2012. Uh, the movie? Jesus Christ. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's probably like that. <laughs> it's not quite that epic in scale. Oh, okay. Well, uh, anyway, everyone else out there, leave think... us a five star review. Uh, put your movie in there if you'd like. Otherwise, if you have questions for me or Abe, email us at fifteen minutes with Lincoln at gmail That's numerical one five minutes with Lincoln at gmail Abe, anything else about Zero Dark Thirty, uh, Kavanaugh, or research? <laughs> They said the reviewer wanted it to be thirty minutes, and we're like almost at twenty eight. We're Like almost there, and the the so the intro music and the outro music is gonna take up at most thirty seconds. So we gotta we probably gotta burn another ninety seconds uh, here. We gotta fill this. What do you, can you? I know you can't tell me a lot about the afterlife. Can you still? Can you still jerk off? Well, I'll see ya. Oh shit! Okay, he left me with just a full full minute to fill here. I'm not usually a blue comedian or anything like that. Not that I consider what we do comedy. It's uh mainly journalism, both entertainment journalism and political journalism at this point. Primarily entertainment journalism now that I think about it. Um uh but I did want to know that like because you know how uh, my dog that's if you hear the barking in the background, that's my dog she, uh, Penny. She has heartworm. Um Abe Gave her to me as a Christmas present, and it was a dog he was fighting, and then he got transported to the apartment. Uh, about thirty-five seconds left. Uh, God, there's just—I know we've talked about it before. There's just a lot of backstory to this podcast, and but I, I, I like to think that we strive to create episodes where you don't need to need you don't need to know that backstory. God knows we don't hold your hand on this podcast. About uh, fifteen seconds left here. Uh, where was I going? Um... I, guess, I just want to know if you can jerk off when you're dead and if you still like if it still feels good cuz otherwise like what else would you do like Tony Kushner had that line in Angels in America where all the dead people do is play dice cuz that's the only thing out of their control at that point but like why wouldn't you just jerk off all the time okay i think i think we're done okay thank you very much bye